0: Hey guys, Connor here. Just a fair warning before the episode starts, I am currently at the beach as of the recording of this episode, so my facilities in terms of microphones quality is not the best, so that is the reason that the audio in this episode might be a little bit poor on my part. Just want to let you guys know, and I hope you enjoy the episode. I'm
1: Connor. And I'm Campbell.
0: And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Now, all
1: right. Yeah, Connor is at the beach, so forgive the waves. Yeah, in the if background. you hear
0: if you hear the waves in the background, that's what that is.
1: Maybe, but they're pretty soothing, though. So enjoy enjoy the waves. <laughs> don't fall. Yeah, asleep. don't fall asleep listening to this.
0: Because today is a big day. Today we're going to we talk about continuing.
1: Oh yeah, we're continuing yeah. our. MCU podcast series and we're going to discuss phase two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Yes. This is this one has a bunch of good ones in it, so I'm excited to talk about um talk about these.
1: We're gonna do it basically the same way we did phase one where you know we discuss the movie, we give it a ranking, we give our thoughts, and then we move on. So this might be since since we're a little more familiar with the Marvel movies, we'll probably have a little more to say. So it might go longer, we don't know for sure. Um, so just stick around and you'll see.
0: You will see how it goes. All right, Campbell, you want to introduce the uh, the first one or?
1: So we're going to go in release order. So the first MCU Phase Two movie we'll talk about is Iron Man Three. Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: okay. So I, I have I'll, I'll read the um, just like we did before. Iron Man Three was uh, directed by. Um, Shane Black. Shane Black. And it uh, was released in 2013 after the um, after Avengers. So I'll, I'll read the synopsis. Plagued with worry and insomnia since saving New York from destruction, Tony Stark now is more dependent on the suits that give him his Iron Man persona, so much so that every aspect of his life is affected, including his relationship with Pepper. After a malevolent enemy known as the Mandarin reduces his personal world to rubble, Tony must rely solely on instinct and ingenuity, to avenge his losses and protect the people he loves
1: yeah so this is the concluding film in the iron man trilogy and it was a pretty divisive film because a lot of people um were turned off by the whole mandarin plot twist
0: yeah i I, they didn't like the way that they didn't a lot of people didn't like the way that it made the mandarin kind of like uh, like a
1: wimp. Yeah, well, he wasn't even the Mandarin, and the Mandarin, was, like oh, yeah, one of the yeah, biggest yeah. Iron Man villains, and I think um, just a lot of people were upset so they, by like, that.
0: Everybody thinks they like he like dumbed them. They like dumbed dumbed them down.
1: Yeah, and they made, but they did announce. If you did not know, they did announce that in the new Sheng Shang Shang-Chi movie, that the villain yeah. in that one is going to be the real Mandarin. So yeah,
0: because cause there was another, there was a bonus like clip of um, the fake Mandarin actually like. I can't remember if it was. There's a. There was another thing that yeah, came out. I don't yeah. know if it was. Online, it was a little. And, it was a little guess, short film. They, yeah, that that included the real Mandarin in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they discussed the real Mandarin. I don't think the real.
0: Yeah, they discussed. Yeah, yeah, they discussed it.
1: So do you want to? Let's give our ranking and then we'll just give our thoughts on it.
0: Okay. All right. So let me give me a second. I'm gonna have to think about this one.
1: Yeah <sighs> this this is definitely a tough one because before before I met Connor. I never really thought much of this movie, but after Connor kind of discussed this movie more with me and I rewatched it, I could kind of see um, more of its
0: See it in a new light. Yeah, more
1: of it's the good side of it than its flaws. I think um, yeah, it's it's a very this is a very difficult movie. Um let
0: me give me a couple seconds and then we'll, we'll both share our things. Let me just Well, start. first let's
1: say that obviously the, um the first Iron Man is definitely the strongest of the three oh, movies. Oh yeah. yes. I would say that this is the second strongest. The Iron Man two is definitely the worst one. Oh, um, uh-huh. I, I, I'll give my score. I, I'd give Iron Man three a B. And, uh, no, a C plus. I'll give it a C plus.
0: Okay, that's what I was thinking.
1: Because
0: I see the issue is the, I can't. This I can't remember what I gave the other movies. Do you remember what we gave uh, Thor?
1: I think no, I don't remember. I remember we gave. Incredible Hulk is C, I think.
0: That's our lowest one so far, right? Yes. You remember what was Iron Man two?
1: I think that was also a C plus. And
0: okay, well then I would give I would give I'd give uh, this one a B minus. All right, so because I think this is better than Incredible Hulk. Well, even though I haven't seen it,
1: <laughs> I I think this is better than Iron Man two. But I think I'd give Iron Man three and Iron Man two the same score, just because Iron Man three my main issue with it first the mandarin plot we already discussed that but second it ends with tony stark blowing up his suits and you know going back being like okay the suits don't define me i'm tony stark and then so there's a finality to this movie
0: okay and in the, the next no, you missed the and point. then
1: after avengers age of ultron comes around you know he builds ultron he builds all the suits he has the security drones that go around Sokovia and do stuff. So that just kind of, you know, it makes the ending of Iron Man 3 less in, less impactful and less final. And that's, I think that's definitely the, one of the bigger flaws of this movie.
0: Okay. I see what you're saying. But the issue is that between like the end of Avengers and the beginning of Iron Man 3, that was like all he made was suits. And it had like made, it, it took up his whole life. And it like was him. And him blowing up those suits at the end showed that he wasn't going to like mindlessly make suits and do all this anymore. The suits he made in Age of Ultron and after that were kind of like they were still a part of him, but it wasn't—it ha- hadn't taken over his life like all those 40 plus suits had. Yeah, I, it was a different relationship.
1: Yeah, you could say that. Um, his
0: relationship changed with being Iron Man after Iron Man. 3. So you could
1: say he kind of changed from being like an isolationist. Um, like person obsessive person, yeah. and he kind of broadened his perspective, you could say.
0: Yeah, because he 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 saw like what things, um, the consequences of of those of that kind of stuff, and like he wanted to protect Pepper and all that. Yeah. So he like changed his outlook on the
1: suits. One stuff. thing I did like about this movie was, um, it kind of focused more on Tony Stark rather than Iron Man. Like he spent more of the movie not yeah. in his suit than in his suit. And I really like that aspect. I, I
0: like that part. Yeah, I like the part where he's, like, he gets all the stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Home Depot. And then he infiltrates and he, the guy's house. Yeah, that's cool. That was a... And I think Mark 42 is pretty cool, too. Like, where it comes in and it's got all the different pieces
1: and stuff. Oh, uh, I didn't like that armor. It always made me anxious. What? The, the fact that, like, it always was in... Um, it was It was always about to, like, explode or fall apart.
0: Well, it was... It, w- it was... It was... What do you call it? It was in... um. It was a prototype.
1: Yeah, that just made me kind of anxious. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there...
0: If any of you don't know, I-, I feel like this is pretty important to talk about. This was the first one I had seen in theaters.
1: Mm. Yeah, the first um, one I saw in theaters was Guardians of the Galaxy, which we'll get to.
0: Which, I saw this one with my grandfather when it first came out. And like I mentioned, I mentioned this at the beginning of the other one, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Um, this is the first one we saw in the theaters. But... um we didn't consistently start watching them until later, but this is kind of like what spurred my uh, love for them. So it, I, this one's very, even though it's obviously not one of the best ones, it's probably got, it's got the most sentimental value to me. Mm-hmm. I remember I got an Iron Man 3 shirt, like a couple days before I went to go see it. I got it from like Walmart or whatever. And it had like the Mark 42 helmet on the front of it. I remember yeah. like wearing that to the movie and all that kind of stuff. And it was, this is like the big, this is like the one that started it all for me. So obviously I'm, I'm very, um, what do you call Attached it? to it kind Biased of. Biased yeah. and, and attached to this one. Uh even though obviously I i will admit it's not one of the best ones, but I do it, it's it's got a special place in my heart, personally.
1: Another issue I also have with this movie is the once they reveal that the Mandarin's not the real villain, it ends up being this guy named Killian, who is this Yeah, Aldrach. Yeah, and also I didn't think he was a very he was basically just syndrome again. I think we discussed this in the Pixar episode. He's yeah. basically Syndrome, and I mean, he, and he's definitely not as interesting as the Mandarin would have been. So he was also just a typical villain. He wasn't very well well written oh, wow. or anything. So, but I mean, overall, it's it's. I wouldn't say this is a bad one, but it's definitely not. I, I'm kind of indifferent to it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I, I still think I, I don't know. I feel B minus, B around that department. Yeah. Probably B yeah, minus on this. I'm one. still
1: I I still think. I I rated Iron Man two a C plus I believe, and although I do enjoy Iron Man three more than Iron Man two, I think I have to give it. I'm gonna give it the same rating. That's how I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, if I if I contradict myself and say one movie's better but I gave it a lower rating, forgive me. I I can't keep. I'm. I probably should be keeping yeah. track. I might go. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and check and see what I wrote for the next one so that I can keep track but i'm gonna do my best to yeah we
1: we didn't really write anything down so we're kind of just going off the top of our heads we almost (laughs) forgot to record this episode and i just (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: they don't need to know that
1: all right next movie door the dark world this is notorious for being
0: one of the best
1: (laughs) this movie is notorious for being you know the problem with superhero movies nowadays you know boring and like Oversaturated and kind of all the same. Yeah. This is the one that everyone really points to. So, before we hate on it, let's talk about the stuff. I'm let's read let's the... talk about this. Oh, okay. You could read the synopsis.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me pull it up here. Okay. Thor the Dark World, also released in 2013. Um, in ancient times, the gods of Asgard fought and won a war against an evil race known as the Dark Elves. The survivors were neutralized, and their ultimate weapon, the Aether, was buried in a secret location. Hundreds of years later, Jane Foster finds the Aether and becomes its host, forcing Thor to bring her to Asgard before Dark Elf Malekith captures her and uses the weapon to destroy the nine realms, including Earth. All right. Directed by Alan Taylor. Why
1: don't we? Why don't we give our rankings and then we can go into our thoughts? Or,
0: um, I, I just I've been rewatching these. I feel like personally I would give this one a. Solid. See, I don't know. I I've got to think about the other movies. You give me I would I give
1: this one a C
0: Oh, I was being a lot more unforgiving for this one. <laughs> I was gonna say like a D, a, a, like a D or a D plus.
1: Sure, I could I could understand D plus, D plus C minus that that little range. Um, yeah, D
0: plus. I think I'd go for. I I really did not. I don't I, I don't really like this one. Yeah,
1: this one's definitely a, this one. Let's talk about. It has. A-
0: what was? What was incredible? What was
1: super good? By the way.
0: Oh, that is true. What? What was our worst one so far? Before this one.
1: I'm. I have. That's the worst one.
0: But before this, what was the worst one?
1: It was. I. I think it's Iron Man Two. Or-
0: I'd say this one is about a little bit worse than Iron Man Two. I'd say it's better than. Not as okay. Probably the same realm as an Incredible Hulk. But not. But Iron Man 2 is better. I would the say. Point is,
1: it's not a very good one. It's probably one of the worst. Yeah. Our, the good things about this movie, as we said, the score is good. Everything with Loki in it is really good, too. When Loki and yes. Thor, when they kind of team up in the middle of it, it's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything else, the villain, again, Malekith, they just made him super, super boring. And...
0: Yeah, he's basically just bad, quote unquote bad guy. Yeah, he's just. I mean, there's nothing.
1: Bad guy. I am evil. (laughs) I am dark elf.
0: I'm going to destroy the earth.
1: Yes, and align the realms and blah 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 blah. He's, in the comics, Malekith is actually pretty. He's basically kind of like Loki. He's this like trickster character, but they kind of just made him, like, bad guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a problem with this movie. Also, the story's not very interesting. Um the stuff with Thor coming down to Earth kind of loses its effect and it's not as fun as the original one. Oh yeah. So
0: it's it's a complete downgrade from the first movie.
1: Oh yeah, it's again, there's nothing that we can say that's already been said about it. Everyone points to this one as being one of the worst. So I mean, Chris Hemsworth's fine. He looks he's pretty good in this movie.
0: Yeah. I, I just think as a whole yeah. it's just as a whole not that good. Also Probably- there's
1: a there's a scene where his mom dies, which I don't know, I never really that was never a really sad scene for me. I mean it was just kind of oh his mom dies, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I could say the same thing. And they re- Which I mean I guess if I was invested from the very beginning, maybe that would have hit me a little bit harder, but even then I, I just I feel like it's just not as
1: Yeah, and they, they revisit that in Endgame. And it still, that kind of still doesn't really work. I mean, it kind of works, but since we never really like were interested in Frigga, um, it's not as emotional. I think if it was Odin, that might have made more sense. And it would have been yeah. a lot more emotional because oh, you spent a good time with Odin in the first one. But yeah. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think. Oh, but then Thor Ragnarok wouldn't really work. So that's the only problem with that. But yeah, Thor, the Dark World, definitely not one of the best ones. It, yeah, I'd say it's okay. it's
0: maybe in the same realm as incredible hulk but not as bad not as good as it's okay as iron man 2 so like around mm-hmm. that same department like s- low c yeah low c range i'd give that one
1: it's not as it's not as fun as iron so. man 2 iron man 2 is a little more fun and enjoyable thor's dark world probably yeah. super enjoyable all right
0: it's just, me- it, it, a little boring
1: Moving on. Move to the next one. This, when we start, or so, from one of the worst to one of the best.
0: Exactly. Captain America. I would, yeah, this is definitely one of the best ones. I will go ahead and read the, um, what do you call it? The synopsis for that one. Released in 2014. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. After the cataclysmic events in New York with his fellow Avengers, Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, lives lives in the nation's capital as he tries to adjust to modern times. An attack on a S.H.I.E.L.D. colleague throws Rogers into a web of intrigue that places the whole world at risk. Joining forces with the Black Widow and a new ally, the Falcon, Rogers struggles to expose an ever-widening conspiracy, but he and his team soon come up against an unexpected enemy. Directed by the iconic russo brothers which everyone knows now yep. from infinity war and end game uh what do you what do you what do you, first initial thoughts before we give our. all right
1: things? i think this is definitely one of the, the best ones it is a tad overrated in my opinion like it's not it's not the best 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 but oh. i think it's i still think it's i think oh, it's yeah, overrated yeah, yeah. but it is really good what well, what are your yeah. opinions I, I like um
0: i like the yeah, i feel like it, it it does what a sequel should and it enhances ah oh, yes the original like it, it 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 like builds on it and makes and makes you and adds to the characters and it does something that obviously iron man 2 and thor the dark world didn't do mm-hmm. and, it, and and i think it does a lot of the whole thing with Oh, geez, we forgot to... Obviously, spoilers. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen these movies. We haven't spoiled anything yet, but I'm about to spoil Winter Soldier. If you haven't seen anything... If you haven't seen Winter Soldier or Ant-Man, that range of MCU movies, we're about to spoil those. So you've been warned. The whole thing with Bucky coming mm-hmm. back um, and like that relationship and, and the, this, the big reveal that he was fighting against Bucky for like half the movie... And then them coming together at the end. I, I just think the whole it yeah just it comes does. together really well.
1: It definitely um I like the th- the whole third act where they kind of infiltrate the shield slash Hydra. That whole part's really fun. I watched an yeah. interesting video about this one where, so basically the whole plot twist in this one is that Shield is actually Hydra the whole time, and Robert Redford's character is he you think he's like a friend, but he's actually the leader or whatever. Um and I think yeah the the biggest intrigue about this movie was in the beginning when uh Nick Fury uh talks to Steve Rogers about Project Insight and Steve Rogers is like oh yeah that's not yeah. that's not ethical like I can't stand by that and Nick Fury is like oh well, sorry like we're going to do it anyway so that that whole <laughs> conflict is definitely really interesting and I watched a video where they said um, to make this movie even more interesting what if they made Nick Fury as like the antagonist of the movie, instead of having Shield be Hydra at the end. Because if we have Captain America go up against like Shield, like Shield, Shield, and not Hydra, Shield, um, and have him go against like a former ally who is uh, Nick Fury, you could have a lot more interesting uh, character. Um, you know, just char- character development, and that's cool. I think yeah, I thought that was a really interesting thought experiment that uh, that that person came up with
0: yeah that's neat i haven't heard of that so that's
1: cool hydra actually being shield kind of lessens the impact of them going and destroying the helicarrier and shield because you know it's bad guys but if shield was still shield then that kind of makes the impact of
0: but what would be the but what would be the bad oh he he would just be doing it because it's unethical he wouldn't just be doing it because it's
1: yeah, fighting. yeah, like, exactly. He, be fighting
0: against, he would be fighting against... He would be, yeah, he would be uh, fighting okay, against his you. own... Oh, yeah, he's, he's
1: doing something... He's going up against his own country for like what is right. And that would kind of put him in a more interesting position. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We forgot to give our
1: scores. So what would you um, give this one?
0: Oh, oh well, yeah. Oh, okay, I was just yeah. trying to get thoughts first. I would give this one a... Did we give yeah, Avengers yeah. an A-plus? I would give this one... A, All right, I'd give this one an, an A+. a plus. I still an A or an A plus, like an A half plus. See, I'm trying to save the A plus. I yeah, I, I guess I Yeah, I don't, give it an I, don't a plus. I don't think that a it's a perfect a move, but
1: I think it does deserve a perfect score um just because it's definitely one of the best ones and it's still a little overrated, but yeah, I definitely give it a perfect score.
0: Okay. Yeah, I could go with that. I'm I, I just I'm trying to allocate mm-hmm. the A pluses for the really best ones but i feel like this is really this is mm-hmm. one of the best ones my in my opinion um yeah i just really i like the part i like the one of the fun one of the fun things i like is that at the end he goes to the the museum and gets his old suit and ends up using that at the end of the movie yeah like that callback I think also that pretty black cool. widow is
1: really cool and, um, um falcon all the supporting characters are really oh, cool yeah. in this movie
0: yeah, I think they did a good I mean, Falcon, nobody even knew who he was at the beginning of this. And by the end, you're like, dang, he's, like, yeah, super cool. Like, they, they managed to get a bunch of new characters in there and, like, give them a, uh, so much depth. Because you have that history with Falcon being in the military and then that his connection with with uh, Steve and then that whole cliffhanger at the end with them trying to find Bucky. I think it just it does a really good job. And the whole
1: ending together. where Steve and Bucky are fighting on the helicarrier that's just a really intense scene. And like the emotional beats are there too. That's just like the ending of this movie is really, really well done. And that's probably the the whole movie. The movie as a whole, is a really good movie, but I especially love the ending.
0: What was the, I meant to mention again, the, uh, uh, what's his name? The cameo in, uh, in this one. The part where he's the Oh, yeah, the yeah, janitor. yeah, in the
1: Smithsonian Museum. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I'm so fired. And
0: then... oh, <laughs> What was the other ones? For the other movies that we talked about. I know we missed those. Sorry, we're all over the place today, guys. It was kind of last minute trying to pull this one together. Um, Door of the Dark World. I don't even remember.
1: Door of the Dark World. You, you know... I. Yeah, I, I do not remember. Well, let's just let's just let's just move on. Yeah. Oh wait, no, he was he was in the oh, wait, he, he was in the, was the asylum place, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the. Oh yeah, world, he was the yeah. old guy. He was yeah with, with Doctor Salvik.
0: and then in in the Iron Man Three, he was the oh, the yeah, yeah, Magic yeah do remember judge. That, yeah. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, we got off track. We'll we'll get back to it. But yeah, I, I, Captain America: yep. War Soldier, one of the best ones, I'd say. So moving on to the next one. We have
1: Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Okay. So Guardians of the Galaxy was also released in 2014. Um, And it was directed... Oh, somebody lost the firework. (laughs) I am sorry. (laughs) Directed by James Gunn. Uh, Brash space adventurer Peter Quill finds himself the quarry of relentless bounty hunters after he steals an orb coveted by Ronin, a powerful villain. To evade Ronin, Quill is forced into an uneasy truce with four disparate misfits, gun-toting rocket raccoon, tree-like humanoid group, en- enigmatic Gamora, and vengeance-driven Drax the Destroyer. But When he discovers the orb's true power and the cosmic threat it poses, Quill must rally his ragtag group to save this. This is
1: the first one I think I saw in theaters, so. And definitely. Yeah, I, this is. Oh, well, I, I'm just saying, this is definitely one of the movies that, um, I mean, this is the fir- one of the first movies I remember, um, like in my, in middle school, watching in theaters. Like I have like, um, that I can like really concretely remember. Um, before then, I couldn't really concre- concretely oh, yeah. remember going to the theaters. But this is one of my the experiences I really do remember.
0: Yeah. Um, I think this. Yeah, I think that, like you said, I, I, this, this is a yeah the b- bump off of that this is like a big this is what defines next to like avengers i feel like this is a very yeah. good one to define the it's it has everything
1: you want you know like it's the, funny the, has the yeah. action it doesn't take itself too it's, seriously
0: uh, yeah and i think it's um i mean it's also got like emotion emo- there's emotional parts there's like the whole team it's got a very it's got the same kind of i mean it's another quote-unquote team-up movie like avengers you've got like the they're trying to save the Yeah, and like before this kind of like stuff.
1: no one knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Like they they're they're not like oh, yeah. a popular um comic group or whatever, but I mean, now they're like a staple, you know? And all the main performances, yeah. you know, you got Chris Pratt who before this was only like Parks and Rec. So he definitely gave a really cool performance. Um
0: yeah. And then obviously that spurred yeah. his stuff and he had, he went on to do Jurassic World
1: and Zoe Saldana, Uh, really good job. Dave Bautista, was a wrestler? Oh yeah, she wasn't Avatar. She does a really good job. Dave Bautista, um, his Drax in this movie is probably the best Drax there is because like you get his backstory and everything, and he's so funny. Um, Oh yeah,
0: like the comedic timing and all that stuff with like him not understanding. Now this movie
1: was riding on the shoulders of Groot and Rocket Raccoon because they could literally like ruin the movie. It's a giant, it's a giant CGI tree that? that just says I am Groot and then a, a raccoon. They could have easily been like the Jar Jar Binks of this movie. You know, they could have oh yeah, literally sure. ruined the movie. So basically gardens of the galaxy was on the shoulders of these two characters, especially rocket. Um, And like, it's like, it's perfect. You know, they're, do it. They the performance, the voice acting, um, and CGI is top up. Oh
0: yeah, Bradley Bradley Cooper and then um, yeah, they're and are the, the funniest
1: parts of the movie. So
0: yeah, mm-hmm. they're like their relationship is great. I think Bradley Cooper does a really good job because exactly. obviously it's hard to do. It's different it's different doing that because obviously you're not actually doing anything and you're kind of. That's why I think voice act. I could never do voice acting because you've got to kind of put yourself mm-hmm. into that um role as if when you're doing like live action you you can actually mm-hmm. articulate it's so hard to actually and, visualize that kind of thing and i think bradley also Kuhn does a really good job of.
1: also with like voice acting that, you're barely like, you're not like interacting you're not like talking off of the lines of the other actors you're just in a room by yourself and you, oh
0: yeah there's no there's yeah. no like ad-libbing or anything like that because it's like you're not really interacting. Yeah, you're just, with the you're in a room by like yourself with
1: like the director who reads the other people's lines. So you don't even know what the context of your lines are. Yeah, you can't
0: get the, you can't get a good feel for like what exactly is going on. So you Which I don't
1: really understand why now. they do that. Like, I don't know why they just have a, a lot of people in a room and do it. I don't know exactly, maybe to isolate the audio, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not super sure why they do that. But it's definitely difficult.
0: Um, I think, yeah, this is definitely one of I'd the give, best give it an A+. What
1: It's definitely one of, it's probably my top three, and my top three favorite. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it, yeah.
0: I, I'd, I'd say the same yeah. thing. I think it's just an all round good movie. I think this is probably one of the most yes, rewatchable movies. The only
1: movies problem too. I do have with this is Ronan, the villain, which again, it's kind of, he's kind of oh, like yeah. Malekith, like bad guy, just the world.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of the there's a lot of the, the Marvel villains, MCU villains. If, if
1: they made Ronan that. maybe, like, more funny or something, oh. like, just, like, the other characters, that might have been better, but he's just...
0: Yeah, it was It was always, I know they were trying to get, like, the contrast between, I mean, yeah. like, the oh, dance-off that's, thing that's at the end, and, like, there was like, contrast, and I like that scene, it's just, I think, like you said, make him a little funnier, I, I just think the contrast is too great at some points in the movie. Because, like, they go from being super funny on their own, and then you've got the part where, like, Ronan literally, like, smashes yeah. his head.
1: Yeah, they kind of... They sh- probably should have made him a little more, like... If they made the other character funny...
0: Maybe not funny, but maybe a little bit less... Dramatic, like, it's like one, yeah. they, one. But I think the dance-off scene the
1: works really well because it is it is the contrast between, like, he's so oh, serious yeah. and, like, they're just, like, idiots. So, yeah, that was... Yeah, they did
0: that well. I, I like that that one scene. So, yeah, Guardians of the once again, I think that's a big that's a big like definitive moment in like the end. That's like a big and they introduced
1: right the um Infinity Sense the the oh the,
0: yeah yeah because at this mm-hmm, point the we've ether got a couple and... now, but but they actually mm-hmm. explained them in this, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I really like this one. You you have a uh, what was oh he was the, the one? you remember
1: Rocky was like looking on his gun, on like the the sights and he,
0: oh yeah because he was like hanging out with yeah 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 from, like alien girls <laughs> that one's funny oh gosh but yeah I, I, this is just a really good one if you haven't this seen this one it, the best ones definitely go ahead and watch it i, I think you could watch it yeah yeah it's sand it, it, yeah, it, stand, it you know it does
1: ones. stand on its own you don't need to watch anything else
0: yeah and i think once again it's because it's got all new characters all in the same mm-hmm. movie like they're introduced And come together in the same one. It's not like Avengers, where you've kind of got to get. I mean, I guess you could kind of do it with Avengers, but once again, Avengers kind of rides Mm -hmm. on the introduction of all the other ones. So I think this one is a lot different than the most than most of the other ones up until this point. In that, in that, uh, what Mm -hmm. what do you call it? Agreed. Yeah. So yeah,
1: a plus. Guardians of the Galaxy. Moving on.
0: Next, next up is the sequel to the original avengers released in 2015 avengers age of ultron i'll read before we share i'll read the um synopsis when tony stark jump starts a dormant peacekeeping program things go terribly awry forcing him thor the incredible hulk and the rest of the avengers to reassemble as the fate of earth hangs in the balance the team is put to the ultimate test as they battle ultron Uh, Oh, lost track. They battle Ultron, a technological terror hell bent on human extinction. Along the way, they encounter two mysterious and powerful newcomers. I'm, is it Pietro? Pietro? How did they say say his name? Yeah, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. And Wanda Maximoff. Directed by Josh. So,
1: I also do remember watching this one in theaters because I had, I really had to pee when they're at the arm scene Um, when they're at his house.
0: see i don't think i don't remember yeah i had to pee so
1: i that's what i remember from this one
0: even though even though iron man 3 was the first one i saw in theaters i didn't consistently watch them after that like for example thor the dark world i didn't see until years later because it was on tv uh winter soldier i actually ended up seeing before the first Captain america i talked about that in the first episode and it was like I rented it from the Red Box, and then Guardians of the Galaxy I didn't see. Remember, we watched it at my birthday party. Uh, no,
1: I wasn't. There. I think that Were was before I knew you.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the birthday party. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I met you in seventh sixth grade. grade. We rented We rented it for my birthday party, and I was obsessed. Didn't? No, no, no. It was seventh it was, grade. No, seventh it grade. Was seventh grade. Remember? We watched like and some I told-
1: Stephen King thing. Remember that? Like that horror
0: but i told you remember i was telling you i wanted to oh yeah yeah the yeah, jacket. yeah i remember that didn't because i had seen the... cuz i had just seen the movie and mm-hmm. i was listening to the music at school it was that birthday i don't think we had known each other that october all right back to well. age of Ultron there anyway sorry point is i hadn't seen i never saw this one in the movie theater um but what um, would you rank
1: it Yeesh. i think
0: I don't think this one's.
1: Oh, I mean, this one's. Uh, let's. I'm going uh, let's give our thoughts and then we'll, we'll rank it afterward. So I think okay, yeah, the we'll biggest discuss. this one's also a pretty divisive movie, and the biggest issue with it is that it just tries to do way too much in just one movie. There's oh yeah, there's, there's the a lot going vibranium. On. There's Ultron. There's the, the twins. There's the twins. Um, there's just yeah. Hi- there's way Hydra. too much going on in this movie, so it makes for a pretty convoluted plot. Oh, there's Vision. There's the Loki scepter. It's, it's a really overstuffed movie. And I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's definitely not one of the best ones. I would say it's good. It's, it's, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's just the point that the fact that the yeah. plot is just so overloaded or overstuffed.
0: There's so much going on. You can't even tell, like, who's the... Like, what's the main... I mean, obviously, it's supposed to be about Ultron, but you've got parts where it goes off and talks about the talks about hot Hy- you're going on you're going with Hydra in the beginning and then you've got the twins and then you've got this whole thing with uh um, making vision and then
1: there's also a really a weird uh romance plot with black widow and hulk that
0: uh, yeah which i don't yeah, absolutely, which no, came absolutely
1: out of yeah nothing
0: nowhere um even though there was like a whole thing with them with captain america and there was a li- not really, but there was a little bit of flirting going on Winter between Captain uh, like, America and Black Widow. And yeah. Winter Soldier, and then now all of a sudden, like I, I, it feels like I I walked in <laughs> on something. Like I don't know what's going. I I feel like watching this movie. That's just, not what I meant. It's. I meant. I feel like I, there's stuff I'm missing. Like I was missing. Yeah, I was like, Where did this come? Again,
1: from? that's also part of just an overstuffed plot.
0: They were trying to do so. Also, much. another
1: disappointment with this movie is like at the end. I mean, Ultron was never really there. Were no stakes like Ultron. They he, they just defeated him, and like it was oh, okay, just like the first one. So yeah, nothing. There are no really big repercussions to any of the events of this movie.
0: Yeah, and then you have that whole thing in when they're getting the vibranium. That long that long scene. Mind them getting like him having to stop. Oh yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah.
0: In the city and all that.
1: The that ho- was although cool.
0: that was cool. And I really did. I actually did. I actually did like that. Like, kind of look into all of the. But it adds psyches nothing really. Stuff.
1: Like, nothing important. They never really yeah. re- revisit any of it. In,
0: it's. it's Yeah, it gives you a glimpse, which is kind of neat, but in the moment. But, like, overall, it doesn't really add much. I actually, I take what I said
1: thing. back. There are repercussions because, um, you know, in Civil War, Sokovia is, like, the biggest thing that they bring up. And then a lot of the villains later on are just, like, they're mad that Sokovia happened, and that's why they're against the Avengers. But.
0: Yeah. I think it, it but yeah, in well, the it moment, there's, good there's In stuff, the moment, right? there are the no repercussions. Itself.
1: Like, no one dies except for Quicksilver. Spoiler alert.
0: That was honestly. I hate it. I, I was, they could have yeah. done so much. I mean, in the X Men movies, separate from obviously, obviously, separate from the MCU, he's got. He's yeah, like they just kind of just cool. kill him off. And, like, they kind of just kill him um,
1: off,
0: which is so frustrating but um overall it's it's, it's
1: yeah.
0: somewhat enjoyable i would give it a i'd
1: give it a solid b yeah a b um, it's
0: not yeah it's not good enough to get a b plus cuz i i really i think it's it's compared mm-hmm. to the other movies it's better than iron man 2 but i'd say would you say that Thor and this are probably I don't know if they maybe Thor's a little bit better. Oof. I'm just trying to think of the closest thing That's a really bit hard.
1: I'd have yeah, let's once again yeah. Oof. I don't know. I, I still would stand, yeah, I'd, by, I'd a B. stand by. It's I, a I solid know. B. It's I, entertaining, that but it's um it's entertaining, it's fun, but it's it the plot holds it back, so
0: Yeah. So a B for Avengers Age And moving on. Uh, maybe at the end, I think at the end, yeah, we'll recap at the end, and we'll go through all our well, rankings yeah, we'll, as a final. We'll probably do phase three set. in
1: two parts, and then in maybe in a final episode or something, we'll just rank. We'll just Or maybe at the end of the last one, we'll just rank all of them. We'll give, like, a consecutive ranking.
0: Yeah, we'll give you guys yeah. a good consecutive.
1: Because in between these episodes, ranking. it's hard to keep track of what we rank the other ones, so we'll finalize that later. These are just our thoughts yeah. in the moment. And they're not going to really change, but they're kind of so. – in, not inaccurate, but they're just kind of you know everywhere. So <laughs>
0: okay, so the this is the last this is the last one from the mm-hmm. from Phase Two. Ant Man released also released in twenty fifteen. This is the second uh, one in twenty fifteen. I'll read the synopsis real quick. Directed by Peyton Reed. Forced out of his company, his own company by former protege Darren Cross, Dr. Hank Pym recruits the talents of Scott Lang, a master thief just released from prison. Lang becomes Ant-Man, trained by Pym and armed with a suit that allows him to shrink in size, possess superhuman strength, and control an army of ants. The miniature hero must use his new skills to prevent Cross, also known as Yellow Jacket, from perfecting the same technology and using it as a weapon. So...
1: This movie was actually originally going to be directed by Edgar Wright, um, who did Scott Pilgrim versus the world, uh, Baby Driver, Hot Fuzz, Shaun the Dead. And I think there was just some like creative differences or whatever that went on, and then he just left the project. So I kind of wish Edgar Wright still directed it, but it's still one of my f- personal favorites. It's not objectively the best, but it's one of my... This is one of my personal favorite Marvel movies.
0: Oh, yeah. This was actually the one... I might have said this already. This was the one that I saw the first time. And what, like, this is the Mm -hmm. one that started my streak. So, since this, since seeing this movie in the theaters, I've seen every Marvel movie in the theater with my grandfather. Um, And I think the biggest thing about this one is that, like, when I went to see it, I was like, Ant Man? Because just like Guardians of the Galaxy, no one had ever really. Well, he's just a difficult character to do because
1: it's kind of like a gimmick, like, he just shrinks.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I, before seeing it, I had no idea who he was. I was like, Ant Man, how the heck are they going to make a movie about this? And I remember coming out at the end, I was like, man, that was actually pretty good. Like, it was funny. And I, I just, I really enjoyed it. And so did my grandfather because he was skeptical as well.
1: Um, all, Paul it. Rudd is, but, as Ant Man, like, Ant Man's one of my favorite Marvel, like, MCU characters now. Like, after this movie, I just really, really dug his character. And I like um, all his friends, you know, the, um, Luis, and then, like,
0: Louise, the whole thing with the whole trope with Luis. yeah, like, yeah telling the yeah, yeah. story, so like, funny. him playing like telephone uh-huh. with like all that's the of, people. That's kind of that's. I think yeah, that's probably that part. part
1: of the Edgar Wright writing style right there, the the Louis storytelling part. Um, yeah, I really liked. Let's see, um, Hank Pym, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. He's also a really, really uh, oh, yeah. cool character.
0: I think the this this one objectively, I think it really has. Really, a
1: good cast, yeah. Yeah, I think
0: the cast in this one they picked some, really they have a lot good, of chemistry uh, together, to and in. it's um,
1: they all I, I really like all the characters oh, in, yeah. the, in the Ant Man, um, in the two Ant Man movies, so like the reoccurring ones. I really, and I like yeah. how these movies are a little more fun, like they're more light hearted, uh, they have more jokes. Yeah, there's
0: there isn't a Stakes, whole lot of really. There is some, but it, it, mm-hmm. it does it in a light way to where it's... And I like how it's also, like, part fun.
1: heist movie. That's also a lot a lot of fun. Now.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a different... It, it takes a different uh, approach to, like, things than the other ones. Because, obviously, he's not, like, the, the hero Yeah, he's, type. like,
1: being trained by the old Ant-Man to be the new Ant-Man.
0: Yeah, because he's not... I mean, in the beginning, he, I mean, he's... It literally starts yeah, with, him yeah. by, like, coming out of jail. So he couldn't be further from because obviously you've got Captain America, who like I mean is literally the definition of her- heroic, and then you've got like Thor, who's like he's literally he's like a god, and then you've got this dude, this random dude from uh, San Francisco that just so happens to. Um, End up inheriting, this but the cool the cool suit. thing is
1: just how much Ant Man has like contributed to like the story of Marvel, like the you know, yeah. End game.
0: Oh yeah, you would have never seen, after watching this the first time. I would have never thought. Yeah, he has such a pretty a large role, role in the
1: MCU. a giant's role. Um, is <laughs> he giant? Giant Man, get it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> giant Man.
1: Yeah, I give this give one a B ranking? plus. I I enjoy this one more than Age of Ultron, and. Although, I yeah, it's still yeah. not one of the best ones. It's one of my favorites, and I really enjoy this one.
0: Yeah, B+. My only issue well. is, again, the uh, villain.
1: It's, it's a little recurring theme in Marvel movies that the villains are, like, they're always never back.
0: It's literally, he's literally, I mean, by, by you watch the movie, it's and he, he's literally the e-
1: evil, evil, evil and I saw a video, it was like, did, did, I, did I share it with you? It was like how Marvel thinks of their villains, and they're like, "Okay, who's the hero?" Oh, Ant Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like, "Okay, who's the villain going to be?" Evil Ant Man. <laughs> so yeah, Yellow Yellow Jacket is not an interesting character, and the trope of like,
0: it's like what it's like what's his called? It's it's like what's his name again? Um,
1: yeah, the Iron Man villain. Or no, Iron Iron Mong- Monger, no, no, no Man it's, yeah, it's basically
0: Iron Monster and an abomination. The whole trope
1: it's, of like the villain wanting to use some technology for military purposes or like money purposes is just so overdone. So
0: Yeah, they do that all the time. Yeah, the villain
1: in this time. one's pretty bad. But if you just ignore that and and uh Yeah, you know, there's a lot of fun aspects. There's the whole fight scene at the end, um, in his daughter's room with the Tom Engine. That's also really funny. The-
0: Oh yeah, I, I think you you don't think about it nowadays because it's like it's a normal thing. But the amount of effects and like all that oh, stuff yeah. that went into this, having to make him look like he's shrinking, and and um, like you don't even look at that nowadays because people people take that for granted. Yeah, it's like a given definitely that 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 these movies will have that kind of stuff. But you don't. I mean, you don't even think about the amount of special effects that went into this. and having to shrink and go back and forth and all i think that's really something cool that a lot of people don't think about uh, the whole the whole
1: part where he's in like the bathtub and he's like testing out remember he like shrinks down and then he goes through the hole um he goes to the drain and everything. that's a really cool sequence so they do
0: yeah normally a lot of times with like that kind of stuff you don't think about it and then a lot and just like what you said with groot and rocket it could really you could it could ruin the whole movie. If yeah, it could come good. up as
1: gimmicky or something.
0: Yeah, but I think that does a really they do a really good job with the, with the effects of this one, especially along with all I think all of them MCU movies do a good job. With uh, that Black Panther
1: final battle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but this, I was gonna say most. I I couldn't remember. Yeah, you that reminds. Most of the MCU movies do a really good job with it.
1: Before with before we wrap up this episode, um, yeah, we're we're coming to the end. But I want to kind of
0: Campbell had. Something yeah, I want to quickly. So share. I watched this
1: really interesting video on YouTube. I um, and basically the video was about an alternate way to watch Phase Two. Um, the way that the Phase Two movies were released, they, you can watch it like that, but it doesn't really tell a clear story. So this is just this is just an alternate way you can maybe watch it and maybe it will and I'll explain the reasoning behind it. So basically the order is you begin with Thor the Dark World, then you go with Guardians of the Galaxy, then Avengers Age of Ultron. It's not going to be the finale, it's going to be near the beginning. Next you'll have Captain America the Winter Soldier and then Ant-Man and then Iron Man 3. Um and Guardians of the Galaxy Ant-Man it doesn't really matter where you put them, but the big the big, the big um, okay. movies that are... That, the, the ones that are important are that Age of Ultron's near the beginning and it's followed by Winter Soldier and it ends with Iron Man 3. So, th- again, the problem with Avengers Age of Ultron um, is that it... Remember, it, there's not really any... It's not... Um, it doesn't really work as the concluding chapter to Phase 2 because it's just not... There's no stakes. Like, it's not like a super... Conclusion uh, a conclusion of a movie. So oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, if you I if you feel, begin like phase two with age, near with Age of Ultron, you can kind of that you can just kind of see that as like another Avengers adventure or whatever. Then you then you move on to Winter Soldier. Um, and the reason behind that is because, uh, you know, Captain America at the end of Age of Ultron, he's kind of paranoid at the fact that Tony Stark tried to do this whole ultron um global security system thing and he's kind of again in the uh it infringes on the rights of people right so then here uh-huh. he further you know he further develops uh, paranoia towards you know government established establishments and you know people building security systems around the world which is what project insight was right also, at the end of Age yeah. of Ultron, a shield helicarrier. Remember, like a shield helicarrier comes and like saves the day at the end. Then that doesn't make sense yeah. because at the end of Winter Soldier, uh, shield is destroyed. So,
0: um, I have.
1: A... All right, uh, let me finish. Can I can I finish with Iron Man? 3? Um, and then okay, okay, all right, and then you okay, end with you were... Iron Man three because it makes more sense. Because at the end of Age of Ultron, you know Tony built Ultron, and it literally destroyed that whole country. So then he's really, really feeling the repercussions. And that's why he's becoming more isolated. Um, that's why he's, you know, building the suits. And then at the end, when he destroys the suits, that gets rid of the whole fact that in Age of Ultron, he built the suits after he destroyed them. Or he, you know, he had all the suits at his disposal. So that that way, Iron Man three really has like that finality that it needed. And then one, like just final finishing touch with this is that you would add Civil War as the final film of Phase 2. Um, again, Civil War is not part of Phase 2, but in this alternate order, you would have Civil War at the end. And that is because... Um, after well, well, we didn't... Oh, no. We didn't talk about I'll, that, I'll about just... This, 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 this is it. just to wrap it up. And that is because... Spoiler. Yeah, so Spoiler. At the end of Winter Soldier... Because remember, after Age of Ultron, we'll have Winter Soldier and Iron Man 3. And basically, at the end of those movies, you know, at the end of Winter Soldier, S.H.I.E.L.D. is destroyed. Captain America doesn't really know who to trust. And then at the end of Iron Man three, um, Iron Man kind of, you know, he there's like the conclusion where he's like, okay, I don't need all the suits. So they're kind of at their farthest away from being together, and then Captain America uh-huh. the Civil War. That's why that explains like their tension, because remember at the end of Age of Ultron, they like shake hands and they're all fine. But if they go their separate ways, that um, that makes like the tension clear, and that explains for the tension between uh-huh. them in Civil War, and then it ends with the Avengers breaking up. And that, that's why, um, you know, phase one will be like bringing the Avengers together. Phase two, that whole story will be the Avengers break apart. And then phase three will be they come back together to destroy Thanos or whatever. So that's just kind of an alternate uh-huh. order.
0: Um, so is this an alternate order? Just an like, alternate Because to- what you said didn't make sense. What you said didn't make sense. is like a viewing. An alternate
1: way to watch order. them.
0: At all. See, but that doesn't make But that's not how they were. Yeah, written. so
1: they're just like tiny things that you can overlook. Like, they're, they're tiny things that don't because make sense. In. Because,
0: like. Because you said the whole thing with the helicarrier at the end of Age of yeah. Ultron. Um, it actually did make sense because Nick Fury, like, says, oh, yeah, I had one of these stored back. Like, it was one of the, the ones that he, like, had kept held onto after Shield collapsed. Yeah, but, like. Like, like it wasn't but then Shield. Like, it was all... Du- he said it was all dusty. It was, like, an old prototype Okay, version. so,
1: like, the reasoning behind that is because it, that whole Helicarrier is kind of like the, the X Machina type thing. Like, it's like, shield saves the day. Like, not, not really shield, but it's basically shield. So, if shield is finally destroyed in Winter Soldier, um, you know, uh-huh. then that it kind of lessens the impact of, you know, that Helicarrier coming back. So, if you just have the Helicarrier come back, say it's, it's actually shield... And then shield was completely destroyed in Winter Soldier. I just think that, or, yeah.
0: I th- yeah, I think the way you're saying it makes sense if it was yeah, yeah. written yeah. that yeah. way, and if you made these changes... if they made these ch- if they had made mm-hmm. it like this originally, yes that would have made sense. But I think if you watch them in this order and you don't make any changes, it's obviously not going to it, make any. I changes.
1: think if you watch them this way, anticipating that there are going to be small parts that aren't written that are, like it's not. It wasn't written to be watched this way, but if you just watch it this way, just to, um, just for like an experiment, just to see like if it works, and you have you know that it wasn't written in this order, I think it could work. I mean, there's just because remember, in Age of Ultron, like the only things that wouldn't work is an Age of Ultron, like Falcons at the party or whatever, and then, you know, if you watched Winter Soldier after that, you wouldn't know who that was. But yeah, there's small there's small details that wouldn't work. But I think if you watch it this way, anticipating that, you know, it wasn't written to be watched this way, I think it might work. I don't know.
0: Okay, I, I yeah. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's just,
1: an interesting um, idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, I get, we, I get, I mm-hmm. get, I get how that works. because um, obviously, be, I like the idea of having them come together, then split, and then come back together for like the common goal of defeating mm-hmm. Thanos at the end. Um. Yeah, I just think it would be hard to watch it again, and and like with what happens, because like the strong connection that Iron Man three kind of has with Avengers, and then you've got like, um, in Captain the differences between Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Voltron yeah. Ultron, and then yeah, I I think in that case it would be a little bit difficult, but I see how if there if you made minor changes and watched it that way it could work i almost I do like that though i, I almost kind of uh, think Iron Man three would
1: work better after like after age of ultron because that was actually like tony stark's fault like ultron was his fault and he would be more upset about that whereas in um just the original avengers it wasn't really his fault so he wouldn't have to blame himself but you know how he's he's so like stressed out in iron man 3 and i think
0: yeah but he's kind of like but once again that's I guess yeah. I guess if you if they yeah, yeah if they didn't his, talk
1: about New York or whatever
0: his issues in Iron Man three about Avengers Age of Ultron and yeah. Avengers yeah I, I I I feel like that's that's pretty valid. But once again these uh, all that, the way to do that would be to make my uh, like adjustments mm-hmm. to yeah, the writing. Yeah,
1: there there are adjustments that would have to be but made.
0: I think in terms of viewing, I, I, in terms of only viewing order, and if you only watched it, if it was only about watching it, I, I don't think that would work as well maybe Mm -hmm. if they made adjustments Uh, but i do i I think that's interesting Uh, an interesting way to look at it that's cool
1: all right we we did phase two Uh,
0: so phase two and next next i I think we'll do in the in about two weeks or so we'll move on and we'll go into phase three and start with civil war like like campbell said phase three is pretty long so we might split that up and then the final episode of phase three, which will be the final episode of the MCU. We will do like a concluding, um, final speed rank, like speed review of everything. And all that kind of final thoughts on MCU. And maybe we'll do a discussion on the, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. like that. We'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. But, um, yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed, uh, this one. And, uh, but I think that's it. Uh, with that, I'm said, Campbell. I'm Connor and you wasted the last half hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, be sure to share this podcast on social media and leave
1: us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Give us some feedback, and we'll be sure to take a look.